We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vince, it's that time, isn't it? Are you ready for game day rapid fire? Say it! Let's do it! Let's go. Double fill in the blank to start you off. Double fill in the blank. Beating Clemson would mean blank for Notre Dame, but losing to Clemson would mean blank for Notre for the Fighting Irish. I, I think you could put in means a lot in either one of those blanks. And I think it's going to mean a lot for them to win. Because I think there's a lot of people out there that don't think that they're going to win. And it's, you know, that would be huge on the national level. So I think it means a lot more nationally for Notre Dame to win this game. If they lose the game, everybody expects it. But it's still going to mean a lot because as Notre Dame fans, it's like, wow, we laid another egg in a big game. So I think it means a lot either way, uh, to be honest with you. And I'm still on the fence about which way I'm going to go with this game. But it, it's going to mean a lot no matter what happens. I just don't feel like you can be okay with a close loss in this one And uh, and, and if you're Notre Dame. It would mean a huge feather in the cap for Marcus Freeman in this first year because, again, with you know all this up and down that they've had, especially at home, and it would be a t- it would be a win over a top five team. The only other win they've got over a top five team in the last several years is two years ago with Clemson. And this is a team that that currently sits at number four in the college football playoff rankings. It's also going to get you back in the rankings. They win this game. Oh, yeah. They'll be ranked next week. If they lose this game, they will not be ranked again for the rest of this season. So, I mean, that's, I just don't, I don't, I don't see a path to that. And they've got a chance to start creeping back up those rankings once again. So, and I, and I think that's important for, for where this team has been with all the ups and downs that they've had to be able to get back in the rankings late in the season. Because this is also a team that's had a program that's had a lot of success in the month of November over the last few years. Right. And, uh, you know, this is a November game. You, how sure. you finish the season <clears throat> is very important. And to start this home stretch, if they could get a win tonight over a, a number four top five ranked team, it would be very important for both Marcus Freeman and this program to close out the regular season. When we had that talk in the last uh show that you and I did together on Wednesday about, you know, if they beat Clemson and USC is this season a success, right? We had that conversation. Right. And I'm adamant that it does not make it a success, but it does leave you at the latter half of the season on a, in a good place going into the off season. Right. And, and 
you know, moving forward in the future, you can be like, hey, yeah, they dropped some some games early on, but man, they turned it around and they really finished strong and, and going into the 23 season where a lot of people think that Notre Dame has a good opportunity to make some noise. You know, you've got a lot of momentum going into the offseason and into recruiting and all of those different things. And so winning this game is still huge. It's still huge. But, it, I mean, it doesn't make your season a success, but it can make the tail end of your season a success. Yep, concur. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Isaiah Foskey needs one and a half sacks to tie Justin Tuck for Notre Dame's all-time record of 24 and a half. Do you buy or sell him getting it today? I'm going to sell it only because I think Clemson is well-coached and I think they're going to do whatever they have to do to make sure that Foskey doesn't beat them. Okay. You know, when you're an offensive coordinator, you look at the other teams like, okay, which kid can we make not beat us? I think Foskey is one of those guys, right? I don't think they're going to allow him to beat them. Now, if he if he has a great game and he ends up with a couple sacks, I mean, that'd be awesome. But I'm going to sell it because I do think that Notre Dame will sack them more than once. They will get Clemson on the ground more than once. I just don't think they're all going to come from Isaiah Foskey. Yeah, I'm going to sell it as well because it has been, you know, the sacks at times have been hard for him to come by this season. He's had more in the last couple of weeks. And by the way, I tweeted this during the game. There was that sack that I think, uh, Howard Cross was a part of yeah. where Justin Tuck was not initially credited. He's underneath part of the sack. That's right. He was down around the ankles. He was the, the you know like the first guy the guy there the 
Syracuse stat crew didn't initially give him half a sack, but he was credited with half a sack later afterwards after they went back to the film. So I don't think he gets gets it either. I, I think I think, you know, if 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 Uyangalale goes to the ground, he'll be part of at least one sack tonight. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think he gets the full one and a half that he needs, which probably means, you know, unless Navy is in catch up mode at the end of next week. Yeah. Might be Phil Jerkovic in a couple of weeks where he gets the record on cool. senior day. I'll so, take that one. That'd be that'd be nice. Yeah. Fill in the blank. It's blank that Notre Dame has won 26 consecutive regular season games against ACC opponents entering today's game. Kind of surprising, uh, to be honest with you. But then when you sit down and think about it, the ACC's kind of been weakish. <laughs> uh, I mean, you talk about the soft ACC schedule that Clemson gets to play, et cetera, et cetera. And then that's accurate. Notre Dame gets to play the same schedule, except for when they play Clemson. And then they got Clemson at home two years ago when they were undermanned. And so they were able to win that game. So it's a little bit surprising, but then not so surprising. So, okay, that's great. I hope it goes to 27. Yeah, and it's... You know, you remember Mac Brown, you know, after the North Carolina game when Notre Dame dismantled North Carolina, and he's like, this is one of the premier elite recruiting teams in the nation and all that kind of stuff. And and it, it, it seemed like, you know, he was trying, you know, kind of like a Lou Holtz. He was trying to fluff up Notre Dame a little bit to justify yeah, the loss. Yeah, only loss, then, too. So. And that's their only loss yeah. right now. And like Stymie says, it's to be expected. But, you know, what's, I guess, more impressive is the fact that I think maybe it's something that gets taken for granted, but you are playing teams from a power five conference in yeah. these ACC games. And you're That's playing right. at least five of them, sometimes even six in a given season. And Clemson is part of this streak as well. So maybe it is to be expected, but it is also impressive well, at the same time that you can, that you've got this kind of arrangement and there are some harder feelings from the other side because, you know, because of kind of like what sure. we were talking about with Ryan Cantor from, you know, the Clemson guy a minute ago, like there, there are some people on the other side of this arrangement, as much as Notre Dame means for the ACC, like these ACC schools do get up for Notre Dame, but Notre Dame has been able to take care of its business for 26 games in a row. You can say it's to be expected, but there's a pretty large majority of people that did not expect Notre Dame to win the last time Clemson came to town. Right. It was I mean, the number one team in the country. Yes, Notre Dame had some advantages in the fact that Trevor Lawrence didn't play and like I think two or three defensive players didn't play. I get that. People still didn't think Notre Dame was going to win. So I can't say it's to be expected. It's to be expected if you're talking about ACC teams other than Clemson. Yeah. Right? And that's why this question is relevant today because they play Clemson today. And right. it's not expected that Notre Dame is going to win this game. Right. So it's not to be expected. But at the same time, it is for the most part. Yeah. I mean, you you were probably favored in most of those games with the exception yeah. of Clemson, just like today. Correct. I, I do find it interesting that I think the line was something like three and a half points only, you That's know, in nuts. Clemson's favor in this game. That's nuts. And I know they ended up not being favored in the Syracuse game last week. And there's been a couple of games, I think, this year. Maybe I think they were favored against North Carolina. But either way, you're right. The vast majority of the games, Notre Dame is favored to win those games. Right. So Notre Dame has blocked five punts, of course, this season. Clemson has four block kicks as well. They're both in the top four in the nation in terms of blocking kicks this season. Here's what Marcus Freeman had to say this week about facing another team that blocks those kicks on the regular. 
you just want to make sure your protection solid, you know, and, and uh, each week it, it's we're always a protect first team, you know, no matter if it's punt or, or kicking a field goal, you have to protect first and then um, obviously cover if it's a punt kick. Um, and then if it's a long field goal, you got to be ready to cover too. So, you know, just it, it's it's about being sound, playing sound football and protecting uh you know, your kicker and making sure your protection is right. And so it comes down to scheme and fundamentals and execution. So that's really it. That, of course, is Marcus Freeman from his Thursday Zoom. And before we get to the response, but, you know, Salty says, could he have sounded any more bored? He, he's, he, the whole press conference Thursday, he, he looked like either he was kind of having a mood that day. You know, a lot of it, you know, his responses sounded like that. Kind of having a mood or maybe just a little bit under the weather. I don't know. One of the yeah. two. But that was kind of how Thursday went for Marcus well, Freeman. Go ahead, Bits. In his defense, doing two press conferences a week, plus game day, plus everything else. I mean, that we're in the thick of the season at this point. I give him a little bit of a pass for not being super excited about it. And this it is a big home conference. game this week, yeah. too. You know, right. so a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure yeah. today. So I, I don't I give him a little bit of a pass on this one. I mean it's and it's also a Zoom press conference. So He's in his office well, talking well, to a laptop. And like when I used to do pregame interviews with Muffet McGraw, you could always tell, like she was always, you know, wound up when it got close to game time anyway. But you could also always tell, like when it was UConn or a big game, sure. you know, like a tournament, like coaches get a little bit wound tighter. And, oh, yeah. And so that's like, maybe that's how I read into it. It's like, you've got a big game and it's a home game and a big yeah. opportunity. This oh, Saturday. yes. But in terms of the block kicks, what's it all mean for today, Vince? Well, it means that special teams are going to be a really important part of this game. I mean, that's what it means. You know, whether Notre Dame prevents them from blocking a kick or Notre Dame gets out and blocks a kick of theirs or, you know, flips the field in an important moment or whatever the case may be, special teams on both sides is going to be really, really important. And I think it's going to be one of the storylines of today's game. Yeah, exactly. Special teams is going to be very important tonight, and Notre Dame is going to need to make a couple of special teams plays to be able to win the night. Whether whether it's block kicks, they've obviously got to protect against those blocks as well. Notre Dame tied for number one in the nation. Uh, Clemson yeah. is tied for number four in the nation with those block kicks. So you have to be particularly on guard when it comes to protections i'm sure brian mason has been scouring oh, all the yeah. films you know to make sure that there are no tells or i think we're gonna see something fun today I, yeah. that's, all, that's what i'll say i have no inside information whatsoever i just have a lot of faith in brian mason so i think I that we're gonna see something fun on special teams today i do too which quarterback is gonna have more total touchdowns tonight notre dame's drew pine or the man with more vowels in his name dj ui angalale that's a good question, and I read this the first time with who's going to have more touchdown passes, and I don't know why because the total touchdown is not in the yeah. question in any way. <laughs> See, you always do that. That's why you have to read. Well, I read, read it. I just didn't read it very closely, and that's that's on me. You know, this one's tough because you know DJ does get into the end zone with his feet. I mean, he's got four on the ground, right, and he's got mm -hmm. a bunch through the air. I'm going to say DJ uh, on this one. I think uh, the Notre Dame run game is going to be really good. I think they're going to have an opportunity to put uh, you know points on the board in that direction. But Drew's going to have to put it in the end zone. I just think that DJ is going to have more. I think so, too, because, because of the fact, especially once you get in the red zone, he is more of a threat from the red zone to run it. And, it, you know, like 
against Syracuse a couple of weeks ago. He didn't go any touchdown passes. Now he didn't, you know, he came out of the game for Cade Klubnick. And that's, I'll be curious to see how, you know, like if Notre Dame is able to disrupt Uyanga Lale, if yeah. Clemson decides to make a move like that sure. later in the game or, you know, at, at some point in the game. But I'm going to go with Uyanga Lale with, with more total touchdowns tonight than Drew Pine because of Notre Dame's running game and the way that is such a factor. Yep, I, I I don't like it, but I will agree with you. <laughs> Salty says you're predicting a close loss right now. Over under 150 rushing yards for the Irish tonight. If anything goes right for Notre Dame, I think it's going to be the run game. And I do think that total rush yards, they will get over 150. I think they will have success on the ground, regardless of the defensive line that Clemson is bringing. I think that they're going to... They're, you know, whether we want to see it or not, they're going to pound the rock, and I think they will end up with over 150. Clemson's only given up over 150 once this season, and they gave up over 200 to Florida State, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. And of course, Notre Dame is on this roll of all these 200 plus yard games. I don't know that they get to 200, but if it is going to be any kind of game tonight, and I think it will at least be a competitive game, Notre Dame is going to have to top 150 rushing yards yes. again. If nothing else, between the wind, taking pressure off Drew Pine, the yep. run game has to support it. But you also have to be more dimensional than just pounding that straight forward between the tackles. But this is this is a game, you know, like we, we talk about Marcus Freeman, but with all the heat that Tommy Reese has taken this year, this is a game that is going to be very telling for Notre Dame's offensive yeah. coordinator tonight. I do think Notre Dame will get over, but I think it's going to be very telling for Tommy Reese tonight. I completely agree with you. Fill in the blank. The Notre Dame running back who will top 100 yards from scrimmage tonight is blank. Wow, this is a tough. Look, if Notre Dame wins the game, it's Chris Tyree. If they lose the game, the answer is no one. Completely agree with that. I mean, I couldn't have said it any better. I don't know what else to say about that. That is exactly it. And, you know, like, if Notre Dame is is in a situation where they were they are leading, maybe it becomes Audric Estime for the way he's just pounding it and running the clock. Sledgehammer at the end yeah. of the game, yeah. But I think it's got to be Chris Tyree. I, th- I think be. he's I think he's the one who's got the most realistic shot to get it. Again, it comes down to Tommy Reese and how he in- chooses to employ that particular weapon because yes. Chris Tyree has to be like Weapon X in yeah. tonight's game. No doubt about it. He has to be, and they. Look, any big game like this, there has to be an X factor, right? Chris Tyree is that offensive X factor to me. You know, you can say what you want to about the quarterback play and and how that goes and all of that, and I completely agree with that. But if there's an X factor, there has to be somebody maybe that you're not expecting or maybe something that the other team wasn't expecting. It has to be Chris Tyree. He is the X factor in this game. Yep, I completely agree with that. What's your prediction for tonight's game before we get into our national predictions on today's oh, show? Boy, I tell you what, Sean, this one hurt uh, to do. And so obviously people know which way I'm going. And it wouldn't surprise me if Notre Dame blows out Clemson. It wouldn't surprise me if Clemson blows out Notre Dame. And it wouldn't surprise me if it's a close game. I, I, I have zero expectations going into this game because there are so many different variables that need to go one way or the other for the game to be either way. Right. So that's, what's really hard for me. And I've said it a bunch this week. I think every position group is ready for this game. They've shown me that they can play at the level that they need to, to win this game, except quarterback, at least recently. I need to have an average Drew Pine 
And I'm not sure that we're going to get that because the last few games, the last two or three games have not been that. Yep. I hope I'm wrong. I re- I can't even tell you how much I hope I'm wrong. I will come into the post-game show looking for absolution from Father David Penny. I will do a <laughs> confession right here on the show. But I do have Notre Dame losing 24-28 to to Clemson today. Vince, I think you're showing growth, my friend. I think you're showing growth that you're not just rubber stamping a Notre Dame win because you want it, it to happen. Like, it hurts. like you're, you're you're seeing, you know, some realistic, uh, you know, other possibilities out there. So I know it has to hurt you. Is there a path for Notre Dame to win tonight? Of course there is. But it's hard to see, you know, all the stars really line up in Notre Dame's favor tonight because you know Clemson's defense can be beat deep, but its strength is up front. That's where Notre Dame's strength, of course, is in running the ball. Again, there's, there's going to be so much on Tommy Reese tonight in how he chooses to try to attack this Clemson defense. You know, Notre Dame's defense can can keep Uyunglele and company in check, but the Irish are going to need at least a couple of game-changing plays from the defense and or special teams. Again, I've, you know, as I've said the whole show, all three phases have to be a factor tonight. And, you know, Syracuse is really the first time that that's happened in a game all season, you know, and, and again, like you look at the home and away success, you look at their success against top five teams and with Drew Pine, with his emotions, such a big part of his game as well. Like, is he going to be too hyped coming into tonight's game? I think that can be a factor oh, yeah, as well, but point. you know, again, part of that has to be on, on Tommy Reese figuring out a way to get him settled into the game, make some early plays get his confidence going in the right direction so that he doesn't start to press and let his emotions get the best of him. That's a really good point uh, because I think Drew Pine's emotions and leadership and all of that can be really, really good for this team, but it also can be a detriment to this team, right? From his, from his play standpoint. And so, yeah, I think that's a really, really good point that I did not think about for sure. Savage said, you know, I guess this is in reference to the all three phases. He says, North Carolina, I still feel like that was more about the offense dominate. Like, you didn't see, like, big, you know, you you definitely didn't see turnovers caused by the defense, for example. And that's what I'm that's talking true. about. Like, like I'm talking about with, with the two turnovers, specifically the Brandon Joseph interception to start to get you, like, those kind of You're tight gonna turnovers. Yeah. Place. yeah. You're going to need them. You're going to need yeah. turnovers in a game like this. Yeah. But I've yeah. got Clemson winning a close one, 24 to 17 tonight. Again, I think Notre Dame can win. Oh, yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me in any way if Notre Gotta Dame goes out them. and wins this game. Yeah. Like, this is, again, this is like the kind of game where, like, if you see that, if they actually do win this game, then maybe that'll change my thought process sure. going forward. Sure. All right, let's do the national games. We've got number one Tennessee at third ranked Georgia. Go. Oh boy, I'll tell you what, Sean. This is uh I might be out tailgating. I might be watching. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And we'll have information on the tailgate here in just a second, everybody. But number one versus number three, I think this game is gonna be a lot of fun to watch. I think this game, even though Georgia's defense is what it is, I think this game's gonna be a shootout personally. I think that both teams are going to put a bunch of points on the board. I think Tennessee wins this one. I think this might be Tennessee's year. I think this is going to be – this is big for a lot of reasons, obviously. Does Tennessee belong, number one? Does – it? you know, this is Georgia's real first big test of the season as the 
as the reigning national champion? Do are they still that right? We're going to get a lot of things answered. It's at Georgia that obviously gives Georgia a bit of a leg up, but I still think Tennessee's going to win. I've got them winning 38 to 35. Feel good. Yeah, game. Stymie, Stymie, I love the Vols plus eight and a half. I, I would, I would oh, pound yeah. that all day long in terms oh, of the yeah. actual, <laughs> in terms of the actual outcome of the game. I mean, it's Georgia's number one defense in the SEC, Tennessee's number one offense. Georgia's really only been tested once this season, and that was in that close 26 22 win at Missouri of all teams, you know, and Tennessee's already beaten Alabama, who was then number three. And now the Vols are going to try to hand Georgia its first regular season loss in two full calendar years. I do like Tennessee in this one in a game that should be plenty entertaining that that offense and Hendon Hooker. I've got the Vols winning 31 to 27. Okay. Another close one, just like me. All right. Now, number six, Alabama at number 10, LSU. Now it's a Crying shame that this game is on at the same time as the Notre Dame game, but I'll be keeping an eye on it. Maybe from a score standpoint, maybe I'll have my iPad up. I don't know, but I will be keeping an eye on this game. This game should be a lot of fun since it's seven o'clock. Obviously, it's on ESPN, but uh, you know, the fact that LSU is number 10, I think, is a farce. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> Nick Saban obviously has the advantage over Brian Kelly from a coaching standpoint, he just does, he just has Brian Kelly's number. Will that have anything to do with this? I mean, it's a different team for Brian Kelly. It's at home for LSU, which is huge. I just don't see this game being close. I think Alabama comes out and just whoops LSU. I think it's 41-21 is what I've got. Yeah, I mean, Brian Kelly's had a chance to beat a top-10 team at home this season, but they got their doors blown off by Tennessee 40-13. to And, you know, again, BK's got them in the top-10. I don't think it's going to last long. The way to beat Alabama – is to throw deep, but LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, he's more a dink and dunk type guy than yeah. than throw it deep. So I've got Alabama winning 37 to 20 down in Baton Rouge. 17 points. I got like 20. So I mean we're in the same neighborhood. Yep. I think I just think the Alabama defense is just gonna pin their ears back and just make LSU's life a living you know what. And it's gonna be, well, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's gonna be fun to watch. Yep. Then we've got number 24, Texas, at number 13, Kansas State. Also a 7 o'clock kick on FS1. So if you get Fox Sports 1, then you get to watch this game. But you're not going to be watching this game because you're going to be watching Notre Dame and Clemson. <laughs> but, uh, look, again, if we're talking about, you know, teams that don't belong in the top 25, Texas fits that bill pretty easily. Uh, they're a three-loss team. Yes, their losses have been by, you know, small margins or whatever. But they still have three losses. And they don't belong in the top 25. And if that tells you about anywhere where I'm going with this game, it's at Kansas State. I think that's big as well. I think it's a 10-point game. I think Kansas State wins this thing 45-35. to 35. Yeah, I mean, this game to me, almost a toss-up. They do have a common opponent their last for each of them the last couple of weeks. Texas lost to Oklahoma State 41-34 to 34 two weeks ago. And then Kansas State... Just beat that same Cowboy team 48 to nothing last week. And that was yes, without Adrian Martinez. I was just shocked by that score. I, I had Oklahoma State yeah. winning that game. But I've got Kansas State winning 38 to 34 today. Oh, close one. All right. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. All right. Last game, number 21 Wake Forest at 22nd ranked NC State. Yet another night game, eight o'clock on the ACC network. Ooh. I know the night games are heavy and they are hot, uh, but you know, 
I'll tell you what, man, Wake Forest and Sam Hartman just looked terrible uh, last week against Louisville. I think he had five turnovers by himself when you count interceptions and fumbles. I don't see him doing that again. I mean, that that seems like a once a year sort of a situation, but I mean, it snowballed fast for uh, Wake Forest. I But I still like, you know, again, it's 21 versus 22. NC State is at home. I've got NC State winning a close one here, 21-20 over wake forest i just i just like wake forex offense too much i think that's going to end up winning the day i've got a bit more high scoring game than you 34 to 24 wake over nc state just don't like that slow mesh man i, I don't like that slow mesh if you can attack it you're going to be in good shape yeah. yeah we'll see hey you want my upset pick sean let's do it got the jayhawks the Jayhawks over Rock Oklahoma Chuck, State, baby. So I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board with the Jayhawks. I hope. Got to snap this losing streak. Got to break out of the that's funk right. and, and get back on the winning track, get bowl eligible here. And that, that's soon. a pick game for some reason. It's a yeah. pick game. Sean. That's what I, I, I've been looking at that all week. And, yeah, it's been sitting on pick all week. It it has not moved. Yeah. Much, so Crazy. Yeah, which basically means you're just picking money line. So. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My upset, I've got Washington over Oregon State tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I like that. Huskies over the Beavers. All right, I'll take By the it. way, I called Missouri against South Carolina last week. I couldn't remember it at the end of the show, <laughs> but Missouri did beat South nice. Carolina last week. So Very nice. Once again, know. our upset picks not reflected in our overall standings <laughs> for the season. Which is why we're all losing to Brian. That's That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, well, that's going to do it. Any update on where the tailgate is going to be? So because of the wind advisory and the non-allowance of the canopies and whatnot, it is is going to be later. Uh, I was told, here's the exact text that Brian sent me. Let people know we're pushing back the start time of the tailgate. Follow me on Twitter and check out the boards for updates. Okay. So get on the board. He'll update there. You know, get Twitter. Check it out there. You don't even need to have Twitter to follow to you know find him on Twitter and see what he's got to say. So that's where we're at. So there will be a tailgate. I'll be out there at some point. I don't know, Sean. Are you going to stop by? Stymie says Notre Dame is his upset pick. Well, Ooh. if I ever if we ever find out where it is, I will before <laughs> there you go. I go in. So go. somebody somebody have a cold Yingling for me out there. If oh. you're out there at the tailgate, let me know Beautiful. where it is, and I will stop by. There you for, go. Uh, for a yingling so <laughs> as as there is a, an icy cold yingling on the line i will do it so <laughs> it wouldn't hold my breath on that that's one. my condition all right fair enough all right well that is going to do it for us today don't forget post game show late night yeah tonight brian vince jesse and the gang will be there i think ryan is going to be there as yes. well for the post game show later tonight so looking forward to that yep, all right we hours of the night we might actually see the time change tonight which will be oh that's true (laughs) forgot about that it is fall back time it is tonight all right all right vince i will see you later everybody else thanks for stopping by as always don't forget ib nation sports talk is monday so we've got that monday through thursday and of course this show will be back next week we'll talk to you later ib countdown to kickoff